Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Today we're sitting down with Shaylin as she finished her first headlining West Coast tour right here in Vegas at Stoney's Rock and Country. We dove right into it and talked to Buffalo and Dallas. That will make sense. It's weird, but it'll make sense. We talked pop music, gambling on her trip here in Vegas, Aerosmith to Adele to Post to Morgan to Hardy. We talked about growing up singing in the church, listening to country music, and so much more. Let's get to know Shaylin. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. Thank My name you. is Toad. Shaylin. Hello. Is that how you say it? Shaylin? That is. That is Shaylin. how you say it. Is that a nickname? First name, last name, middle name? First name. Yeah. My dad's name's Len and he liked the name Shay and here we are. Because I was, I was born on Super Bowl Sunday and Buffalo Bills were playing, I think. And I was I was literally born right as the time they were playing. And he was like, let's name her Buffalo Dallas because they were playing Dallas. Yeah. That's the, Wait, what kind of weed does that guy smoke? I honestly, I don't know if my dad has ever smoked weed. He's FBI. I, but you, that would be weird if you walked in here. I was like, nice to meet you, Buffalo Dallas. Honestly, though, kind of fire. Kind of a fire country name. I guess. You know? So... <laughs> I did just a little bit. I don't normally research anything, but I was yep. farting around today. You come from a pop background. I do. So I, I read, um, which I'm not supposed to, I read something 10 years in L.A. Yes. Doing pop. Yes. Um, I listened to, com- not, you don't call it kamikaze. You say it another way. Oh, my way. God. You went down into the archives. That was like even before I like was like on a label doing pop for real. Cause that, oh God, I'm so I sorry. I love it. <laughs> so I have this conversation a lot with people. It's, um, I love that you kept the music up there. I believe that was 2016. Yeah. Um, and I listened to probably like five or six other songs okay. this afternoon. I had to drive literally across town and I'm like, I'm just going to listen and see what's up. And, okay. Um, I love that you keep this stuff up there because a lot of artists don't. You know, and it's part of the story. I think that at first it was a little like confusing for people because I didn't have enough country music out. And when I did decide to do the switch, like the whole thing is like rebuilding a Spotify page. Um, And a whole thing about it also is like if you do take it down, you have to basically start the page over. Right. So it was either do that. So you lose all your your following. You do. And and I was going to change because my full name is Shailen Lee. And I was going to do like the double name and I was like, oh, it's country, you know, and uh, the, I, it, you had to do like a whole separate page. You can't like convert the two. You're not allowed to change your name. It is such a process on there on both Apple and Spotify. I'm scared right now because I call this Toad's Tunes. I'm on Spotify and Apple. OK. Um, but I just want to change it to Toad's Country because I don't I don't play music. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. <laughs> Maybe I was watching the Buffalo Dallas game. You know, you could have smoked that. some weed. It's okay. <laughs> I don't judge you. I am not FBI. It's all right. <laughs> a lot of us aren't. If my dad only knew the things I did, he would have been happy two weeks ago here because we 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 did we'd had bomb sniffing dogs here. We had Secret Service. There he was like five it. different kinds of security. It was nuts. That's but fire. He would have loved it. He it was pretty neat. So how do you how do you? I'm so confused. Not in a bad way, but like how do you get from L.A. As a pop artist, that you seem to have some success there, and then how do you flip it and go? I'm country. Well, like, that was that. That was a whole thing in itself because one, I grew up. I started doing music off of country. Like I, I grew up in Chattanooga, Tennessee, then moved to Dallas. Got you. So I like I truly learned how to sing growing up on country music, and then in church. And that was like really what I thought I was going to chase, either that or Broadway, because I did so many musical theater shows. Beautiful. Um, I just happened to land in this pop group when I was super young. And we then like 
over time, because we started off as a Christian pop group. We would tour churches in Texas. And then we just transitioned into a pop group. And that led me to L.A. when I was about 17. And I got my first record deal. And then I got shelved. And I was stuck out there. You mean, you mean they did that back then? Oh, you have no idea. That's I, still a thing. I do have an idea. It is still a freaking thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I learned what that meant really quickly. I sat on that label for a minute. And all I could do was figure out how to write songs. So I would just write songs in my bedroom, message every SoundCloud DJ known to man. Then the only like um, the only producers that would work with me at the time were like EDM track guys. So I finally like landed a few tracks, put them out, got off my deal, then wrote my way to my first publishing deal. And then in 2018. In pop? Yep. Okay. All in pop, which because I was in L.A. I had no money to my name to even think about moving. Um, I also had a team of people around me that was like because I was going to go out to Nashville when I was 21. Never been, except for like the weekends, my mom, when I was little, she'd drive me up to watch the Opry. And I was like, I want to go, I want to go, I want to live there. And then I ended up doing LA. And when you're in LA and you realize how expensive it is, and to move is even more expensive. Right. So, and then the team of people I had around me were like, you can't move, you can't move, like pop will never work. And I was like, okay. So in my mind, like at that point, pop or Nashville was never even an option. Right. Ever. So 2018 rolls around, I get my second record deal. Um, and then 2020 happens and COVID hits. And I, at the time, had not for seven plus years stepped away and been like, do I still love this? Do I, or am I just doing this because I like, it's, I'm in a label. what you do. <laughs> um, what I do, I don't have a plan B. Um, I never have and I never will. So I took a step back. I didn't write a song that year. I did release music. Um, but it just like, I had the feeling wasn't there anymore. I'd fallen out of love with it. And I was writing these big songs that at the time pop was changing into like a smaller sound that it became a character online, like more about the character than it was about the music. Right. And I was just like, man, I'm so unhappy. So my manager who's here, who also plays guitar for me, that he didn't manage me at that point, but in I met him in 2021 in passing. And he was like, yo, you're writing all of these like country melodies and pop boxes. And I was like, well, yeah, I love country. And uh, he was like, you should come out, do a trip with me to Nashville. And I was like, okay. The team that I had at that point was like, she's done. No, she's shelved at the label. No one knows what to do with her. She's just going to write for people, which I was like, if that's what I got to do, that's what I got to do. Did you get any cuts? What's crazy is I I wonder if I would have because the first day I ever went out to Nashville, this guy, Ilya Tashinsky, first I went out my first trip, I pitched a bunch of these songs and he was like, he walked in the room, he's gonna, he's like, I'm going to be real with you. He's like, there's two girls that could sing these here. And he was like, you're nuts if you do not do this as an artist. And I was like, well, I'm not allowed to. And he was like, well, how about I just fly you out next week? You're not allowed to because of... I was on a label, and I had the team of people at the time that were around me, like my management, I was so, like, it was, like, whatever they said, that was it. And that was, like, there was no other options for me. So I was, like, they're telling me I have to do this this way. And he's, like, I think you're crazy. So I was, like, okay. Like, he was, like, how about I put you in the room, open up my Rolodex, because he is, Ilya Tashinsky is, like, he's an OG there. So he, the rooms that he even set me up in, like I now knowing Nashville and the people I was in with was just like, wow, for my first time being there. Yeah, was, how the hell did this happen? I was so honored. I was like, oh my God. Now looking at him, like I was, I was nobody there. So I walk in the very first day ever, I wrote the song called What If I Don't. And I left that session and I bawled my eyes out because I was so happy. I got to just sing it the way I wanted it's to. It's a great tune. 
thank you. It changed my life. It okay. literally changed my life. It's got a couple um, streams on Spotify. You know, it does. It I I literally Six, seven. It's like it's weird. I'm like last summer I was singing it in my bedroom. Nobody knew me. All of my my streams probably accumulate for my mother, and I okay. put it out and it changed my life. Um, but at the time when I did write it and I was like, okay, like this is going to be pitched, but I was so brokenhearted. Usually I can write songs and I'm like, cool, we can pitch this. Like it's, I can write another one. Right. But that particular song I got in the Uber, I listened to the work tape and I was like, shit, I was like, I love this song and I don't want to give it away. So I made, I I probably did half the songs that I'm going to perform tonight. I wrote in that first week and he was like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do this. So I went back to LA and I asked the label, like, you want to partner in this transition and they're like listen we are strictly pretty much pop so we're gonna let you go which was unheard of dang it i know i know they were amazing they were amazing um so they let me walk and then i finally had the courage after 10 years to look at my team and be like i'm i'm leaving um we're gonna part ways um so i did and then i picked up and moved to nashville in august of last year not knowing anybody where'd you live um in la no Nashville. In Nashville right Nashville. now, I live in Midtown. No, what did you go for? And like when you move out there, like you don't you don't really know a lot of people there. So when you move there, where do you go? Just I mean, Craigslist, get a room, call it a day. Literally, like the we went to go look at apartments, and uh, it's this place in Midtown, and I was just like, okay, I think this is it. I don't know. I Beautiful. have no idea. So now I know that I uh, I live in the midst of chaos. It's like where all the bars are. Yeah, and I'm I know. Like, I, you know, very familiar. You know, <laughs> so I uh, Red Door is my next door neighbor, and I find myself there far too often. I have a, I have a lot of people that ask me. Um, obviously, I live in Vegas. Yep. Uh, I don't go on the strip. Yeah. So, like, what are the cool things to do? Hundred percent. So when people go to Nashville, they already know that about me. They're like, where do you go? Yep. And I'm like, you could go on a, I would say like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and go to the Red Door, and probably run into a lot of people that hundred percent that because they're not out on the road. Yep. And that's where they hang out. Yep. That's uh, like the little like sacred place. Yeah. Whereas, like, you go to, like, I'm like, I do not, like, the strip equivalent is Broadway. Broadway. And I'm like, I will not go to Broadway unless I have to, like, play down there. Um, uh, Chris Bandy, do you know him? No. He, uh, he has, um, he's an artist that, uh, I'm trying to, I'm, like, drawing a blank right now. But, um, he had a single that went pretty strong. Got a deal out of it. Uh, and he flew out here one time with his wife and he was like, dude, come pick us up. And let's, you know, get on Fremont Street. I was like, bro, I would never, ever go to Nashville and say, come pick me up and take me down to Broadway. It ain't happening. It was pretty funny. It's just like the ongoing joke of ever that. I mean, but I get it. Yeah. Like, Vegas is a little bit different. Yeah. Just like a lot of people that go to Broadway, they do that. Like, if they're going to stay there for four days, they'll yeah. do that Broadway thing one Got night. It. And then I'm like, go to the listening room. Yep. Go to the Bluebird Cafe. Go to Bluebird. Yeah. Go, like, experience. Because, like, Nashville, there's so much, like, going on all the time. Right. Like, and the locals are out probably Monday through Wednesday. And then if you really want to go get crazy, like, Thursday through Sunday, you, like, it's it's because you got college kids. You got yeah. tourists. You got all the things. Bachelorette. <laughs> If I, I swear to God, every Saturday and Sunday I wake up to just screaming that like I can hear, I live like, like 15 floors up and I can hear drunk girls at 9am and I'm like, God, like, please make well, now, it stop. Since Whiskey Jam kind of moved, is Winners and Losers still a, a thing? You know, it is always a thing. It yeah. is, uh, I think that's such a staple in Nashville, but I will say I do miss Whiskey Jam there. I didn't realize I played... This it was either the last ever whiskey jam there or the second to last. Um, I brought out we I did like a collab with Austin from Hinder, yeah. and uh, we played the last whiskey jam. I had no Lips idea. Lips of an angel. Yeah. 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 
That was a crazy one. <laughs> it was. I listened to that today too, and I didn't. I didn't obviously didn't know his name yeah. as the singer. Yeah. And I listened to it. And I was like, yeah, it's him. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Fine. It was uh, even just like still because like when I was only supposed to demo that song, like it was it like researched on TikTok, and he had like um, all of his agreements with Hinder at the time he were he was out of. So he was like, I want to put the song back out and put it like maybe. Did he write it? Yeah. Good for him. With Brian House. And uh, he was like, yeah, I want to put it back out. Like, let's get like carry somebody on it. Um, So they were like, hey, will you demo this? And I was like, yeah, cool. Um, And I demoed it. And he he came to the studio that day. We did it at RCA. Super cool. And uh, he's like, I want to I want you on it. And I was like, what? Bam. <laughs> I was like, this is like my childhood. What are you talking right. about? Me? So, yeah, it's we put neat. it out. It was sick. It was so well, sick. What's um what's your affinity with doing collabs with people? I notice it's just like almost every song you have, I mean everything from your pop days to you've got stuff with Kane Cox. Yeah. And yeah. um who's been here a few times I love as him. well. Yeah, Good he's boy. a neat dude, man. He's a hustler. He is a hustler like I've never seen. Yeah. There's he's a couple a, of them out there that oh I would put God. in that bucket. I respect I respect it. The grind. The, oh, it is a endless one. So how do you how do you find yourself being put in that so often it was so funny because when I first came to Nashville I like I got approached by a bunch of people to do collabs and I at first like like some of them were to demo some of them were to like hey do you want to do this and I was so new there that I was like hell yeah like let's do it um and then all of a sudden like they all were starting to come out at the same time and I was like oh shit like <laughs> so I uh I took a step back from the collabs for a minute because I was like I didn't realize how many of them I had done right. um which I love them all but I was just like okay I gotta focus on putting my own music out for a second uh but yeah when I first came there everyone was like let's do a collab so I was like okay cool <laughs> easy yeah, yeah. And you got a great voice so kind of like fits on all of that yeah kind of it was fun I was really curious because when I was going through that and I'm just like wow 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 yep. I mean I'll go all the way back to the day it's yep. featuring 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 yeah like that's all it was a lot of features yeah so i'm taking a step back from that for a second so that's it's not your thing it's no i totally love doing features i just have never been in a place where i think in pop music i was so reliant on it for because like like i said my pop music was like always right there but never like fully over the yep. bridge um so I would collab with people. I was like, maybe this will work. Um, and then when I got here, I was so excited that somebody even wanted to collab with me that I was right. like, oh, my God, yeah. Um, so I've never been in a position to where, like, anybody, like, was listening to my own music. Like, I was just like, oh. You're always with someone. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. And it, I and also, like, I didn't – I think I've written over, like, 80 songs this year for oh, my wow. own stuff. Yeah. I, like, I truly um, – I didn't even realize how many songs that I had until – in fact, like doing this run of shows right now, they were like the some of the other places were like ninety minute sets, and I was like, "Do I even have enough songs?" Right. And I was like, "It'll be, probably be all covers." And then we took a step back and looked at everything, and I have I only threw one cover in the set because they were like, "You have more than like fifty finished songs," and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so yeah, I got to put it all together. What is your go to cover song? Um, right now for this show, it's gonna be Aerosmith. But I love Adele, uh, Rolling in the Deep, or oh, Crying yeah. by Aerosmith. Holy cow. Yeah. Big songs. Big songs. I'm a big, uh, I love karaokeing, especially with a few drinks in me. And yeah. those are my go-to. What do you think of um, Post showing up and singing with Morgan and Hardy? Did you get a chance to check that? I did. I loved it. It's neat to think that, um, so I heard probably, what, two years ago that Post was doing some yeah. some country stuff yeah. or whatever. When I watched that, I was I recorded it. Um, I had some stuff I had to do, and I watched 
I think it took me, when did it come out? Wednesday, today's Friday. Yeah, yeah I watched it yesterday afternoon and then late last night when I got yeah. home and I finally saw the, the, um, the part. Uh, did you watch all of the CMAs? I didn't get to yet. Um, I just saw a clip of that one and I was like, he killed it. Dude, he killed it. He killed I mean, it. He's he, a Texas boy. Yeah, and he came out looking the way he looks. Right. I'm just like, it's so... He's sick. Yeah. He's, he's sick. There's something... I love his story. I mean, I've read a lot of stuff about him and how he just... One of his friends told him to put something on SoundCloud. He woke up the next morning and... Crazy. Yeah. He's also just like, you just... You want to give him a big hug. Yeah. Like, I, I literally... I'm like, I want to have a beer with you. His... um, I posted something on my Instagram yesterday. Uh, I said, if you could go backstage, VIP dinner the whole hookup with either eric church morgan wallen or luke combs who would you pick Ooh. but here's the catch the one you pick the other two you can't ever see live again no yeah oh that's messed up yeah pretty i like to like challenge people to really really think because you go back and you know the neat part about that story is out of those three the only one that has not played here is eric church damn luke combs played here morgan wallen played here twice damn yeah it's a good stepping oh, stone no i don't know about that one I'm. It would. Oh my God! I, maybe Eric Church. It's funny you say that because my mindset. People ask me a million times. I'm like, well, I've already been backstage with Luke, and Luke just came through here and played T-Mobile with Ashley McBride and Ray Fire. Fulcher. But what was rad about that is all three of them have played here. Fire. So I got to hang out in the back. You're like and the Whiskey Jam of Vegas. We are the Whiskey Jam of Vegas. That's man. so sick. I. Um. I've talked to Ward about actually getting something like that here. Like he he reached out and he wanted to put on the road. We talked to Michael at Moonshine and doing yeah. it. I'm like, financially, it doesn't make sense because to fly all these artists out here to do this, it ain't cheap. No, it's not cheap at all. No. And the neat part about Nashville is you're all there. Yeah. So that's what um, I watch Whiskey Jam every yeah. Monday. Yeah. I watch it on my phone. Uh, it's kind of how I do my re- research for stuff. So when I love it. a booking agent reaches out, or Michael, I want to say, reached out to me about you because he wanted to book you, and then we wanted to tie the two shows together. Sick. That's how I believe that whole thing started. He's but such an angel. Yeah. my we, we do a lot of that stuff together, which is kind of neat because West Coast is tough. It's very tough. Yeah. In not, fact, I was like, when, because uh, my agent at CAA, he was like, you're going to do a West Coast run. And I was like, really? Like, sick. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> Yeah, I work with Ethan over at CAA. Okay. I love that kid. They're great. Yeah. I it, love them so much. My favorite thing about them is they is like I'm not saying before other people were bad, but having an understanding of what our room is yep. versus what what I always like to say in Nashville we are not the exit in. We're not. People don't come here to see a show and then leave. No. That's not how it works. So no. trying to explain that to people. I'm like, when you come to Vegas, please make your first stop here. I'll walk you through. I'll show you what we do. We're open three days a week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sick. All they do is dance. That's all they want to do is dance. Love it. And on Fridays, we have a group that comes in early. Then we have the rest of the people that come to see the show. Sick. And then at 1045, we get a whole nother group of people that are just here to dance. And they will come at 1045 because they know that the artist goes on at 10. At 45, the cover changes. And they come in and oh, they'll wait or they'll sit around because they're just not into live music. It's huh. weird. It's really weird. So we have three groups of people that will show up tonight. That is so interesting. Yeah. And also sick, though. It's neat. I mean, we built something here. That's what we were talking about earlier. The Saturdays are tough for us because it's yeah. like a, trying to find that happy medium of bringing someone in on a Saturday. <laughs> I'm not doing it on a Thursday. It's very rare we do Thursday shows because okay. it's ladies' night. Drinks are two bucks. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of drunk ladies. It's a Single guys. Yep. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? So it's the place to be. But I just had Brian Kelly here um, a oh, couple weeks yeah. ago. I had uh, Michael Ray do a Thursday night. Love it. Um, Russell Dickerson do a Thursday Hell night. Hell yeah. Guess how many times Russell's played here? How many? Guess. Five? Seven. No way. Yeah. 
He's Built such a lovely person, I hear. Built him in this market. Yes, he it's was. So the the last few times we played here, we sold it out. But the first time we sold it out, his wife was here. And Kaylee and I took her from the side of the stage. I go, walk with me. She's like, I'm not going anywhere with you. And I said, we're walking. Like, it was just kind of funny, whatever. So we go back and forth. I walk her down by the green room. And the room right next to yours, there's the door that goes outside. Yep. So I popped the door open. She looked out and she goes, what is this? I said, this is the line to get in here. Our capacity is 1167. I'm just going to say we're over that. And these are the people that are still trying to get in here. We are sold out. We finally did it. She shit her pants, ran up on stage, <sighs> stopped Russell. Russell pulled me up on the stage and said that this was why, this was our goal. Our goal was to build this to where people, his first show, 250 people were here. That is so sick. Yeah, and he played for 1,250. 1,000 wow. more people showed up. So it was super neat. That's the, always the goal here. Wow. We do blueprint stuff like that. I tell an artist, man, when you get done, go make friends. That's I love doing that. That's my yeah. favorite part because it's like that part means the most, I think. Well, you think about this. I said this. My, Michael Ray was here one night. Haley Witters was here one night. I said it to both of them. You're in Vegas. You can do anything in Vegas. Yes, you can. Anything. <laughs> Literally anything. And these people choose to come here. So that's special. That and is so special. That's uh, When Haley Witters played, Taylor Swift was playing. Wow. There was another country concert going on. Luke Bryan was playing, and then someone else was playing, and she still had uh, a, a thousand people in the room. And oh, my God. I was like, this, these people are here to see you, man. They're here to see you. That and is so it's sick. pretty neat. Yeah. Damn. We like to do that stuff. That's really freaking cool. Yeah. I love that. That's always the idea is that Vegas... People come to Vegas they, to they, do anything. To do anything, yeah. And they, like literally, we call ourselves the white, uh, uh, the Walmart of nightclubs, because <laughs> it's you know five ten bucks to get in, and yep. but down the street it's fifty to hundred to get in. It's crazy. Here a beer is nine bucks. There a beer is twenty five bucks. It's nuts. Yeah, it's, Vegas is a wild place. It is. Wild. I've lost a part of my soul here a few times. Um. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I've lost my wallet here a couple times. I <laughs> could only imagine. I don't gamble that often anymore. I you can't. It is a very rare occasion that I do. But if I do, I do craps. Me too. That's Look funny. At us go. Look yeah, at us go. craps is fun. It um, is fun. It, you either w- win fast or lose fast. I lose real fast. I was up one night. It was New Year's, like a couple years ago, and I like I don't know what I was. I was I was pretty intoxicated. And uh, I think it was like 4 a.m. And I was just going for it. And I was like so up. And I was like, I'm going to push my luck on this. And I should have left when I did. Yeah, walking away is the key. It is the key. And I like never really gamble. So when like, I'm like, oh, my God, like my money. Like, because I don't I don't get the point of gambling because you don't walk away with anything like clothes. You can like lose money. Yeah. But like. You don't get a prize. You, you don't get anything unless you're just like. It's maybe a 50, free drink. 50. Maybe. Maybe, a, yeah. maybe if they're feeling generous. We've had. I've had times where I've gone before and it's like um, I'll lose and then I'll throw another hundred out or another two, 200 out and then I'll start to win. Yep. And then you get on this little bit of a heater of a, a dice throw. Yeah. But my thing is, is I, I'm, I know when to walk away. Yeah. Except when I'm losing, because that chase is always. It is awful. Yeah, they a, know what they're doing. The, I I always like to say that if you look up, um, that place isn't that beautiful because we win. I love that. It's the truth. I What's, love that. What do you got going on the rest of the year? After you're done here, where do you go to? Um, I go back to Nashville tomorrow morning. Um, that early flight. Got an early. Flight. Sorry about that. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's actually my manager. He was like, "Do you want me to push it?" I was like, "Just get it over with. It's fine." Um. Which I think we might be going out tonight to celebrate. Uh, celebrate 
This first run of headline shows. I've Beautiful. never done headline shows in my life. Three on this run? Three. Good for you. Yeah. And we get to finish it you here. You get to finish I'm it. I'm getting you fucked up I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have like, I've stayed sober pretty much the whole time because um, I'm real weird. I like, when I prep for shows or anything like that, I try to just stay sober, um, especially like a long set because no one, like last night they were like, do a shot with us. I was like, I'm not taking a shot with you guys. Like I am not doing that during my set. You will not what? get the best me. So tonight I'm going to cap it off, probably. Um, after your show. But yes, after. But that flight tomorrow is going to suck. Um, you just got to stay awake. You know, it's fine. That's Vegas. That's that's Vegas. It's going to suck because if you try and go down the strip, it's all fucked up because of F1. Bruh. F1's nuts. I didn't even know it was happening next week. Yeah. And I didn't know it was here. So that's yeah. crazy. But I'm, yeah, I'm finishing up this run. Sessions. Um... But pretty much sessions throughout the like the rest of the year, and then I'm gonna hibernate December seventeenth until after the new year. Yes. What What does Shaylin do for Thanksgiving? Shaylin this year is she's gonna go see her mom, and then where's mom? She's in Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Yep. She's in Dallas, and then she is going to. Shall I dare say she has a boyfriend? Oh boy. Yeah, and I'm going with him to his to Chicago. Have you met him? I have met them one time, which this was a big deal for him because I don't think any girl besides like his high school girlfriend has met his family. So, right. and I have not had like a a decent relationship. You'll you'll hear tonight the entire album is a breakup album. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So yeah, that's what I'm doing this Thanksgiving. Just so you're you're going with your mom. Your mom has a new boyfriend. So just the three of you are going to his house. I mean, to his family's house. Oh or? no, my I have a new boyfriend. You have a new boyfriend. I thought yes. you said your mom. My did. mom I'm is sorry. very single. Got you, Peggy Sue. We need to find her. Okay, man. I misunderstood that. Yes. Okay, so you're taking yes. the boy to meet mom, and then no. So I'm going to my mom's. I didn't clarify that. I'm going to my mom's in Dallas, and then I fly back that day and meet him at the airport and Got go you. to Chicago to Got meet you. his fam. Okay. Yeah. Are you nervous? No. No? No, I do really well with families. I'm like the favorite ex-girlfriend. I literally, like, it's so funny. Like, I will, across the board, all of my exes, besides one, um, all of, I stay in touch with their families. So h- help me with this. How how are you with the families during the relationship? Great. 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 I like I'm a big family girl. Right. I love families. Nothing so yeah. Wrong with families. You know, I love it. There's something beautiful about families. Especially big ones. I love it. Yeah. Because mine's all spread out. So it's like I where's, think that Where's dad? Dad's Houston. Okay. Yep. And then um brothers, one's in Chattanooga still, one's in Florida. And then I'm really close with my cousins. So they're like Washington, Pittsburgh. Like we are all spread out. Is everyone coming together? No. Like for Christmas it's or typically, anything? Typically no? I in fact I don't even remember the last time we were all together. That's the fun, I think. It is up until like you try to like disperse because I get very little free time. So to try and disperse the free time between like the parents and then like the siblings, and it's just a lot. What is 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 your boy your new your, your well, I don't know what to call him. Is he in music? He is. He is. He's artist? an artist Beautiful. and writer. Yep. Do we know him? You might. He is more like pop R and B. His name's Connor Matthews. Connor Matthews. Yeah. I don't know that name. I can't believe I'm even saying this. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm nervous. See, there's the nerves. Ew. I just like. Relationships are so, they're just for me. So I'll tell you a funny story. Um, uh, Ashley Cook was just here not I too love long ago. Ashley. Her, her boyfriend. Yes. I know. Yes, he's you, the best, Kev. Kev. I didn't know they were together until about two weeks before the show here. Okay. And he said something to me, and I was like, 
and I saw some post about something. I go, bro, are you guys like, and he goes, yeah. And I was like, right. I go, you coming to the Vegas show? He goes, yeah. And I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. So I got to hang out with him. I love that dude. He's the best. He, he was standing up on that little area by the side stage. Yep. She's singing these songs, just ripping fuck ex-boyfriends, fuck ex I'm just like looking at him going, dude, I, you're, you're, that's, no thanks. Like, that's got Oh, no, be... it's crazy. Yeah, that. It's crazy, like, and that's like, it's so funny. I have one, I actually, like, for the first time in my life, just wrote a love song. And I was like, you got yourself a love song. Like, I've never done that before. But my whole set is just ripping right. my exes. So how the hell, has he, I mean, obviously he's seen your live show before. Oh, yeah. Do you ever look over to him and go, not about He it. loves it. He does. He loves it. He's like, you get it out, girl. He's rad. so supportive. Well, I guess, I guess in a sense, because he's a writer too. Yeah, he yeah. and like all of his stuff, like he got off of like a really bad relationship. So like, I have to listen to all of his stuff, knowing that it's about. Are this you fine girl. with that? I'm fine with it. Right. Because I think it's like you, you write it, you heal from it, and you're like, yeah, I got it out. So, Sick. I have this, I have this ongoing joke that when artists are together and they break up, yep. I always seem to pick a side yep. in some sense. And I think most people do. And I, it's kind of funny. I'm not always for the guy, but lately it seems that way. So I'm team My- Michael Ray. Hilarious. Um, um, you can have Kelsey. I don't I, like, I'm going to go the other way on that one too. And I just sit back and I'm just like, man, like why? And then, so I will tell you the CMAs. I watched Carly Pierce. I'll tell you a funny story. Michael Ray came here his first time in 2017. Okay. Okay. He proposed to my girlfriend as a joke. Got down on one knee. I had to get down on one knee. I'll show you the photo. Oh my it's God. fucking hilarious, right? So I walk in um, the meet and greet room that we don't really do too much anymore. I walk in there and he's like, "I'm like, what the fuck is going on?" He's down on one knee. I go, "What the fuck is going on?" And he's like, "What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas." And um, I hear this. Um, well, Toad said it was okay. And I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Well, then they got married. Carly. Oh. And Michael. Not okay. My, not I my was girl. like, your girlfriend. <laughs> no. What? Car- yeah, I used to date Carly. No, uh, Carly and Michael get married. Well, Carly comes and plays a show here, and okay. I'm ta- talking to her TM, and I'm like, what? Does she have a sense of humor? Is she funny? Blah, blah, blah. She was. So it was cool. So I showed her the photo. She goes, oh, hell no. So I get to stand there, and both of them get down on one knee and propose. So I got that photo as well. But when the shit hits the fan, yeah. um, um, Michael's played here a lot. Yeah. Um, I sat in here with Carly. Uh, I'll tell you about that experience off the mic. Uh, yeah. It was cool. It was cool. Yep. But there's just some things. Well, then I watched the CMAs last night, and she sings that song with Chris Stapleton. Yep. I became a fan again. because She's great. The fucking... Uh, well, my problem is is that she's, like, living this this, this breakup. Yep. Break, yeah, divorce, everything. And I'm just like, dude, at some point, let's just... Let's let just it go. Let it go. Move on. Yeah. Um, I've seen her a couple times at some private events, and just recently, and yep. she's... I'm like, God, stop. Like... But then I watched her on the CMAs and I went, holy shit. Like the emotion she had. And then you see her right at the end. I'm getting chills. Right at the end, her and Stapleton are standing and the song is over. And they're still so emotionally attached to this. And then it breaks and you see her face and you see her. I feel that I saw her. Look at that. I uh, come out of what she was in. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm a fan again. Like, not that I really wasn't per se but yeah. i was just maybe tired of listening to her cry i get that but but it's crazy because it's like as the artist like when you do write the songs like like there is one the what if i don't song like there it was about the guy that i thought i was marrying and i relive it every time i do it and it's like i love it there's a part of me that like every time i do it heals a little bit more yeah good and i think that's like the dopest part about it and i i get it like you and even as the artist when you repeat the story over and over you're like okay like I get that it's like a PR thing or you have to run with it. But then you also are like, it's it's so still much a part of me because you loved somebody. Yeah. You genuinely love them. So like the song, when you sing it, you're just like, shit. 
I, the irony in that is it's got like your most streams too. It's crazy. That's why I, I set up that when I do talk about the song, it's like I wrote it at literally the most broken point of my entire life. I had never felt lower in my in the entire like I remember going to that session at nine a.m. because Seth Ennis was about to have his baby, so he was like, "We got to do a nine a.m. session in case." And I was like, "I like that kid. I love Seth. He's great." Um, and I was like, "Okay, like I've never done a nine a.m. session in my life." And I just remember like I was so depressed flying to Nashville because I was like, "I'm gonna go write these songs. I have to give them away. I'm going through this breakup that is literally like I don't think I'm ever gonna get out of this feeling." And we write the song, and like I said, I took the work tape in the Uber and I just sat there and I sobbed because I was like, one, I got to sing something that I was just truly, no one was telling me to sound like anything else but myself. Right. And it was a song that I had like, I had the concept waterproof mascara, which I thought I wanted to be the hook originally, but it ended up being the verse, which thank God. But uh, I walked in there with that because I was like, I cannot stop buying waterproof mascara because every two seconds I'm crying, like every two seconds. And they were like, okay, like, and we bounced ideas off. And I just remember, like, leaving it. And I was like, even though I feel so broken, it feels like I shed a thousand layers. And every time I sing the song, I just, like, envision where I was. And I typically, like, no matter what, I'll start crying during the song. Because it's, it's just, like, I wrote it and, like, I sang it in my bedroom the year before. And now I get to do a headline show. And I'm like, that's crazy because of one song. I think that I... For me, I believe that when an artist is attached to something, whether they wrote it or not, mm -hmm. when they get attached to it um, and it shows, I think that's the neatest thing in the world. That's when it, it and really like is. when you can, and that's what happened to me in pop music was I stopped connecting with the music. So I was like, if I don't connect with it, how can anybody else? You could see it in my eyes. <laughs> I laugh all the time because I keep um, this this one reel keeps coming across on my Instagram, and it talks about the number one song in country and the the whole thing with Aldine and his song about try yeah. that in a small town, and then um, they read the lyrics to that, and then they read the lyrics to to WAP, and I'm just like. <laughs> I was like, I just... I don't get it. I don't... I don't get it. I have the hardest, the hardest, hardest time because I just sit back and, you know, I'm a fan of music. I've been a fan yeah. of the underdog. Yeah. I always have my whole life. It's just something I've always done. Yeah. I've, I've always never been the guy that, like, I love Russell to death. Yeah. But I want to find the next one. Yeah. And I want to build that with them. And yeah. then when they're there, I want to do the same thing. So it's, sick. It's like... The building process is the dopest part. Well, you're still human. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, not that... You know, having Brian Kelly here was a, a bad experience at all. It was nothing like that. But it's a totally different experience. It's different once you hit that next level. Yeah. And he was yeah. at a whole nother, yeah. nother level. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Probably one of the biggest country yeah. artists ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this in this era, per, yeah. per, per se, they were they were huge. Yeah. So let's talk new music around yeah. the corner. Is that is that coming for the first of the year? Are you writing again? Are you? I actually just dropped a song last night. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It's called Cowboys Never Cry. Did not know that. Yeah. Uh, why did I not see that? I literally like it was, yeah, it was midnight last night. Um, and I'm so excited. I get to play it tonight. You're going to play it tonight. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I wrote it with Seth and Evan Klein. And uh, it is just, in fact, today is crazy. It did. I've never had a song like in my first day break a certain number. And it did. And I was wow. like, it like did. You it, have a good fan done, base. But I didn't even like, <laughs> it's crazy because what if I don't, the first day it came out, like anything I've ever released, it, it definitely topped that. But this is like tripled that. And I wow. was like, whoa. Congrats. Thank you. So I'm very excited about that. And then I will continue to release music pretty often at the beginning of the year. And then I'm working towards an album for mid next year. Do you, um, 
When you say album, full? 12, yes. 15 songs sort, sort of thing? Probably 12. If not, maybe an EP at that point. I'm so tired of these fucking EPs. I know. But as, like a, as a new artist, EPs are like the best way to get enough body of work out without losing the attention. Right. Fair. Because you're not big enough yet. Um, but it's just enough body of work to where it's like you have something to tour with and people actually know it. What music do you listen to? Um, I'm not saying that you're ashamed of, but like... You know, something that you go to that someone would look at you and go, oh, God, no way. Like, is there, do you have, like, a, a hardcore rap side to you? Do you? <laughs> oh, I do. In fact, I actually, like, one after, because I write so much right now that I either get in the car, I listen to classical music, I don't listen to any music, or I will go to, like, WAP. Right. <laughs> Literally. Actually, not WAP. I will have to say I brought my current go-to right now. I'm in this weird um, young thug phase. Okay. Yeah. I love young thug. <laughs> I do. Jack Harlow dropped his album, and I started listening to that because I like first he's class. Yeah, he's, he's there's fire. something about that kid. I love him. And then this this paint the town red. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I just I find myself listening to that. Um, Seth, I brought out for I did a five year anniversary for Route ninety one. Sick. And I brought him out, and he brought this band with him. Band Camino. No. My goodness, I'll have to look it up on okay. my phone. Loved them. And they did this thing where they split the set right in the middle. Sick. They played their songs. Seth played his. Oh, that's dope. Um, so Seth started out with his, and then he went back and played guitar, and the guitar player came up and sang their songs. And Sick. then we talked back and forth. We were texting back and forth about getting him out here, because I wouldn't normally do something like yep. that, because it's pop and yep. it's country. But I was like... That was fucking badass because Sick. they got a couple tunes that I was just like, that was the neatest thing in the world. Hell just yeah. to, and um, do you know Allie Colleen? No. Um, so, her, you know, Carter Winner? Yes. So, Carter and Allie have a couple songs together. And Carter's played here a few times, Allie's played here a few times, but we had talked about splitting a show where the last song they sing together and then whoever went first walks off the stage and the second person continues the set. Sick. So, I figured you could each do like, um, like 40 minutes, that, that sort of thing. I thought that would be kind of cool. But I, I like that. to do different things like that just because it's it's kind of fun and, when, I love that. and when I watched Seth do that thing I was just like what the hell is yeah. going on and he's so good he is good he's so good he I love good. that boy I he there's there's something he's a good boy he's his good. wife is precious his little yeah. girl is precious he's one of like truly in fact half my songs I on like the project are with Seth yeah there's just something good. that like clicked it's my it's first neat. session it's neat when people are like that how did you get tied together with Kanan um so funny, he randomly like posted a snippet on Instagram of a song that he's like, who do we hear featured on this? And then a bunch of people commented my name. Beautiful. And then he reached out and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. He's reached out to me lately. I have had him here quite often, like year after year. And He's I, lovely. I, yeah, I kind of took a pause on some artists that were doing that a lot just yeah. to try and get some new people in here yep. and just... Um, that opens doors for people like you that have never played here before. I'm so excited. Which is super rad. I'm so excited. Um, your favorite place to go to in Nashville and have dinner when you're home? Oh my, Yolan. What's that? It is in the, uh, what is that hotel? The Thompson? It's a certain hotel, and you wouldn't even know it's there until you walk in. But they have the, my favorite food is cacio e pepe. I know, it's basic. It's what is Italian. That? I don't even know Italian. It's basically like noodles with butter and salt and pepper. Okay. But it's like this high-end Italian restaurant, and they have uh, probably the best cacio e pepe I've ever had in my entire life. Beautiful. Yeah. Your favorite stage you stepped foot on so, so far in your career? You know what? I, uh... I just did a show with Billy Currington in Modesto, and it was I wa I couldn't see the crowd when I initially like was coming out, and I look up and it's like six thousand people, and I was like, oh my god! Like I right as I'm walking out and the lights shined up and like I was like, 
no way. Like, it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. That's pretty right. Yeah. I like stories like yeah. that. This has been fun. I want you to tell people how to find you online. You can find me. Um, I am Instagram. I'm Shaylin Official. TikTok, I'm Shaylin Music. Um, Twitter, just Shaylin. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Shaylin. All the, just search Shaylin and I'll usually pop up. I love it. Thank <laughs> yeah. you again for the time. Thank you. Taking off for him to be there